Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next Customer Success Conversations podcast. As always, I'm Adam Joseph, your host and founder of CSM Insight. Well, on today's pod, I'm thrilled to welcome Elise Mayer, who is a senior customer success manager at LinkedIn in uh, in France. Um, I'm thrilled to have Elise in um, because not only does it add to the uh, geographic nature of these podcasts and make sure we've got more of a global insight into what's going on in the world of customer success, but also obviously Elise is, is part of one of the, the organizations that's taking great strides in developing customer success LinkedIn. So I'm very excited to have Elise on to tell us about some of her lessons that she's taken away from her career in customer success and some of the latest goings on in LinkedIn as well. Elise, a very warm welcome to you. Thank you so much, Adam. Very nice to, to be here. Very excited as well to, uh, to be part of your customer success conversations. Yeah, perfect. Well, listen, obviously the company you work for, LinkedIn, probably needs little introduction. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you found your way into customer success? It's always interesting to hear how, how people came into it. Well, what's your story? So, I mean, I, I actually come from a, um, a recruitment background, right? I, I kicked off my professional career in the corporate talent acquisition landscape about 12 years ago or so. That's when I decided to move to, to France to kick off my professional career. And what I quickly moved into leading recruitment roles for some international companies, including Regis, Axon Noble. And I was already in charge of developing the social recruitment employer branding strategies over there. So I've actually always been interested and also fascinated by the, the value proposition that LinkedIn offers to, to its customers, right? So when I got the opportunity six and a half years ago to actually join LinkedIn as one of the very first customer success managers within EMEA, even though back then we were caught differently, what well, I was actually eager to continue my career in that field. So back then we were we would call ourselves recruitment product consultants, right? So we were very much more focused on product delivery rather than a customer-centric approach. But either way, I mean, LinkedIn opened its regional office in, in Paris in France back in 2012. And um, well, I mean, since then, I've been actually involved in building out the customer success structure over here, supporting our different enterprise clients. And uh, we're still on a mission, I mean, to ensure that our customers achieve their goals, right, through mm-hmm. the activation and actual engagement with our different solutions. I mean, it's interesting. You, you said you came from a, a recruitment background previously, and I actually think there are many transferable skills from recruitment that as a successful CSM could be really applicable. So for example, communication, negotiation, being very tenacious. Did you find that actually coming from that background was uh, you found some of those skills that were very applicable to a customer success role? I truly feel that coming from talent acquisition, recruitment, there is so much that you can actually translate to a customer success role. Moreover, it's true that if you look at the different, let's say, business partners and customers that we typically work with, these are also the the clients and the end users that I personally can really relate to coming from that particular background. So in terms of how we actually can set them up for success, how we can define success, what their typical KPIs and success metrics look like. These mm-hmm. are the typical things that I absolutely, I'm familiar with and that I'm also passionate about. So even on that perspective, it's a huge advantage to, to come from that background. 
Yeah, what's interesting, I think many times I'm asked from hiring managers, because obviously as time goes on, and obviously more and more candidates can come from a customer success world. But I think we're all seeing mm -hmm. a great transference of different roles into customer success, whether that be from sales, from support, from product management, or even as you said, recruitment. And it's lovely to see that the world of customer success can welcome in such a broad church. And I think every one of those individuals who comes from a slightly different career background brings with them different advantages and different development points as well. But it's really interesting to hear how you've made that, made that transition from recruitment into, into customer success. Now, I definitely want to come back in a little later on about understanding how the, the customer success um, has evolved at, at LinkedIn moreover. But I'd love to, to start our conversation really just, just looking at the the world of customer success within France because obviously there's so much dominated by other regions such as the US and the, and the UK and one of the, the reasons I, I wanted so much to invite you on this podcast at least was to understand more about the, the customer success landscape in France. How is customer success developing? Is it is on a, a positive trajectory uh, as it is in other regions or are you seeing something slightly different? Adam, that this is actually a very, very interesting question. I mean, everyone probably knows by now that customer success takes or should take a crucial place in the organization, right? As it helps generate revenue, as it helps create uh, strong customer advocacy and so on. It's, as you mentioned, it's among the most like in demand promising jobs and not only in the US, but also in, in France. I would say that typically customer success in France was probably initially a bit behind, especially compared to the more established regions such as the US and also the UK. However, for the past couple of years, especially since end 2016, early 2017, the number of customer success meetup groups, seminars, events and so on hasn't actually stopped growing, right? So the year-on-year -year growth, customer success job openings here in France, it's just impressive. And as you mentioned, the the number of people, whether it's on LinkedIn or out there, having or working in customer success is also impressive, right? So mm. companies, whether they are the more established names or startups, they're now much more dedicated and spending much more time and resources on building or investing in a proper customer success department. So I'd say even though the customer success industry in France traditionally used to be a bit less mature, it's now becoming much more mainstream. Interestingly enough though, a lot of companies prefer to use the English job title, right? Uh, as it covers so well the scope and the actual uh, content of the role and responsibilities. So if you do a, a basic search on LinkedIn again, you'll see that the actual amount of job openings that show up with the proper job title, customer success, is much more important than, um, I'd say, local, like, French translations. Interesting, interesting. So if in, for example, within LinkedIn, because I know it's tough for you to have a complete global landscape, but as far as you can see it, either talking at LinkedIn or, or potentially wider, if you can answer it, if I was to meet a French CSM working at a enterprise business and then looked at their UK or US counterpart, are they, in your view, are they pretty much aligned? Customer success is, is still quite a recent profession, right? In Europe and probably in, in France in particular. So yes, we do have a tendency to focus on specifics that take into account local local differences, right? Mm -hmm. Probably what you'll see in France is that there are some key, let's say, challenges and 
specifics that should take into consideration, right? So the key differences probably come from different industries and even from within a company, right? One company to another can have a different approach to customer success and may vary enormously in terms of responsibilities. But what you'll see is that in France, uh, compared to the US or the UK, we have a tendency to focus much more on, I'd say, the typical face-to-face, in-person uh, sessions rather than offering just simple on-demand self-service videos, right? So what I'm trying to say is that the way our customers that they access content and that they also would like to benefit from support at training delivered by customer success managers definitely varies. And in particular for France, there is a true need to have that physical face-to-face conversation rather than just focusing purely on self-service. Again, obviously, this highly depends on the industry, whether it's a SaaS-oriented industry, SaaS-oriented customers, or the much more traditional, I'd say, large enterprise clients. And, and also, I mean, change management in general is, is also something that should definitely be taken into consideration, right? So especially in France, probably, people in general might take a bit more time to embrace change. So probably for the larger companies, it also takes much more time to introduce some changes and spend much more time on educating internal teams and especially end users on embracing new technologies and new ways to access information. You mentioned you were one of the first or early entrants into the world of customer success within LinkedIn. I'm sure you've seen a huge evolution over your time at LinkedIn, both locally and globally. I'd love to hear just in terms of, if we again just think more locally within France, how the offering of customer success has evolved over those six and a half years that you've been part of the team. That's probably one of the challenges that I enjoy so much still working here at LinkedIn because we're actually always trying to find the most, I'd say, efficient and intelligent way to support our clients and really to make their service and experience as seamless as possible, right? But of course, if we go back to really 2012, 2013, even early 2014, it wasn't really possible for us to just copy-paste the blueprint of the different practices, tools, and metrics that we had access to on a global level, right? For the simple reason that French customers were definitely requiring a different approach, different assistance. So early days, we really tried to just put the basics in place, build the foundation, just come up with some easy, very simple to implement tools and service offering training content as well. We started offering um, regular in-house training sessions, but also quite relatively easy, accessible tools for them, for our clients to access content and to access metrics, right? Mm -hmm. And then gradually, once we put the foundations in place, we started benefiting from these foundations. And we also started to implement what we nowadays call the much more scalable activities, right? So early days, we were still in the phase of wanting to touch every single client with a hugely personalized approach, right? The most ambitious approach that one may have. 
But as the market growed and the client portfolios actually continued to grow, really it became much more challenging to have that personalized approach. So we had to rethink of a way to um, touch as many clients as possible, yet in a customized, personalized way, so that when we started thinking of scalable activities and of course market segmentation. So whether it's based on, for instance, spend or maturity level, industry specifics, we really try to think of a much more intelligent, efficient way to offer service to all of our clients, but have that, I'd say, realistic way as well of allowing scalable actions and probably will install a series of initiatives to have as many clients as possible benefit from customer success activities. Was there any pushback with that approach? So for clients who maybe had previously a much higher level of customer success interaction and then potentially moving them to more scalable solutions, was there any pushback or did that cause any difficulties or did you need to rethink or realign any of the processes once they were rolled out? Yeah, well, that's a fair point. And that's actually something that's also worth mentioning because the focus on customer success is also linked to understanding and listening to your customer, right? That's still key. It's crucial. It's a crucial step of professionalizing your customer success department, right? So acting as the voice of customer, listening to your customer, using that feedback to improve your processes and the way that you offer service, that's really something that's continuously our focus area that's always it's always been on the agenda but of course it wouldn't be realistic probably Adam to say that all of the clients were um, equally happy <laughs> because of course we, um, we have to face reality and have to embrace change whether it's here at LinkedIn or on a client level right so yes from time to time at <laughs> conversations interesting input as well from clients that were either probably not very happy or even some challenges understanding the reasoning behind it. Yeah, I I think you raised some excellent points there and and also underline why customer success is not just making customers happy. Of course, we want to make them happy, but it's most important to give them value. And if we give them value, then hopefully a subproduct of that is that they will be happy. But our main goal isn't about increasing levels of customer happiness. It's about increasing goals of customer value. And I'm sure actually going back to one of my earlier questions about some of the transferable skills that potentially you took from an earlier career in, in recruitment. And I talked about negotiation, communication, and tenacity all of those things when you're having those more challenging conversations with customers I'm sure really came to to the fore as well which kind of as we kind of look retrospectively now is probably a good place in which to finish and that you've had a really interesting career within customer success and also LinkedIn and as you do look back over those six and a half years or so what, what are some of the kind of maybe one or two key takeaways as you reflect on that that it kind of resonates loudly with you now So, I mean, there have been definitely multiple learning moments for me, like on a professional level, also on a personal level. Just to name a few, in customer success, it's crucial to be agile, right, and be bold and be flexible. So what I mean by that is it goes without saying that it's it's crucial to be able to offer a consistent approach, right, um, across multiple regions. 
However, you should be flexible and be realistic about applying a one-size-fits-it-all approach. That's probably not going to work, whether you're a startup willing to move abroad or if you're a more established brand considering moving to France, building a customer success department there, you should listen to your customer. You should definitely get to know them inside out. And you should really learn about their challenges, their pain points, and really also help them understand what success looks like for them and not what it actually looks like according to you, right? Following your success metrics. So what's crucial is, of course, the initial discovering phase. It's an important step. And I think that too often we might spend too little time asking the right questions to the clients and make it right from the beginning, like put the foundations in place. And it's also important to listen to your clients, ask them for feedback on a a regular basis. Having that approach of having the voice of customer is very important. And it's also helpful to build out the relationship, get testimonials, not focus too much on building out like personas, but really understand your customer, understand the reasoning behind it. That's definitely one of the key learning moments. And another one that I really feel passionate about is the importance of building a strong relationship internally, I mean, right? Sometimes I get to ask questions around how are you guys actually organized internally at LinkedIn? There are multiple uh, touch points and multiple contact persons. How are you guys actually organized? So it's absolutely clear that we are working as custom success managers with multiple business partners internally. I tend to say that your allies are definitely your sales partners, but also marketing and to some extent like product, the product development team. Like Internally speaking, alignment is key. You have to streamline the process from the very first moment that the contract signed to making sure that there's a proper handover and that the client is not asked to just sum up again the different information, the different, I'd say, valuable contacts and valuable elements. So you have to think of a way to streamline that process. And also spend time internally with the sales team, with marketing, to think of a way to simplify as much as possible the onboarding process, but also think of intelligent and efficient ways to engage your customers. It brings us back to communication and also becoming much more proactive. Yeah, absolutely. I I think you've raised some phenomenal takeaways there that I think many of the things that you've said, I I think will ring loudly true in many people listening in today. So listen, Elise, fantastic job. I think you've given us all not only a great understanding of how customer success has evolved both regionally and within LinkedIn, but some great learnings there. I think anyone who's potentially thinking about moving into customer success or already is in a role, some great pointers about how to be successful in the future. So thank you so much for joining us today. I found it an absolutely fascinating discussion and you've been a, a wonderful guest. Elise, thank you so much indeed for joining me. Thank you, Adam. It was great speaking with you.